Welcome to the Nashville Scene's Bachelorette Recap. Today, Nancy Floyd and Stephen Hale are here to recap the Bachelorette finale. What they think of Rachel's choice and why the show is so terrible. Make sure to subscribe to the Nashville Scene podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, drop us a rating or comment on what you want to hear more of. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Nancy Floyd, your resident bachelorette recapper, and I am joined via speakerphone by Stephen Hale. And we are here to uh, recap last night's episode of The Bachelorette. We are back by popular demand. Um, Stephen, what did you think? What were your initial thoughts? Uh, I thought that it was too long and with a terrible ending, which is a, a particularly bad combination for for any bit of entertainment. Um, so bad, in fact, that I decided not to come into the office today. <laughs> Stephen so. took a personal day to mourn. That's right. That's right. Well, so we talked about last week, unless you, I think maybe you can kind of recap what happened uh, for us and for listeners, but just we, uh, people who listen to the scene podcast will know that we did a little bit of previewing of this on that uh, episode. And both of us, we're sure that Brian needed to go and that basically it would be fine if she ended up with Eric or Peter. And it was just the complete opposite. It was like election night all over. Exactly. And it was just like, a, um, so yeah, it was really something. Yes. So to give you a quick recap, which you can also read my full, very lengthy booze fueled recap on the scene.com, but it was a three hour special and it began with uh, Rachel still having Eric, Peter, and Brian left, and she sent Eric home, much to our chagrin, and so it was down to Peter and Brian, and she and Peter continued to have the same conversation they have had for roughly a million hours of all of our lives that Peter met her 10 minutes ago, and he wasn't ready to propose, and Rachel just wanted a ring, I guess, so... There were a lot of tears. She sent him home. Everyone was shocked. Brian proposed. Nobody felt good about that. She kept trying to say she was living her best life. I don't buy it. I, I wasn't happy about it. But you need to talk about how they, uh, how they changed up the format this, yeah. this year. Yeah, well, so it, it was very strange. People who watched will have seen this, but um, it, was a bit, it was a bit like a um, – Christopher Nolan movie, you know, there's a, we were dealing with the past and the present, and then there was like talk of the future and the timeline was all normally what they do is uh, viewers will, of the show will know this. Of course, normally what they do is they give us two hours of this intense, dramatic emotion filled finale. And then they have an hour long after the final rose special where everyone comes out and we deal with any sort of unresolved tension. Um, but last night, they didn't do that. They sort of started weaving these interviews with a live audience into the episode. So there'd be like 20 minutes of the show, and then they would have Rachel there, and they'd bring out Eric and touch him with the crowd. And it was sort of strange. And they'd never done that before. It was a historic night in uh, ABC reality show programming <laughs> history. And at first, we, my wife and I were watching, and we, just, we were trying to figure out why they did this, and I was wondering, well, maybe – they get a lot of people dropping off 
you know, for after the final rose, and so they're just trying to keep us around. And it turned out I think that was the reason, but it was because she was going to send one of the men home, like, halfway into the episode, and there was going to be no suspense as to who she was going to pick, so they had to just trick us into watching three hours of programming. Uh, so before I kept thinking, oh, there's, like, so much of the show left, and it turned out I had already watched two and a half hours because <laughs> they, they had kind of snuck stuff in there. It was very... Um, it was very interesting, but it, it it was it was kind of a it was kind of an interesting window into how these things get made, I guess, um, uh, because they sort of had to deal with the fact that <laughs> that they didn't really have a final two. They had a, a final one and a guy that didn't really want to be on the Bachelorette. It turns out. So, um, well, what did you think about when they brought Peter out, though? Well, right. So I was really shocked actually when they brought Peter out because they show this clip of them having this date. And really having what I consider to be one of the dumbest conversations I've ever witnessed. I mean, it was a very honest moment because, again, Peter is sort of confronting how ludicrous the show is that he has been dating this woman for a few weeks while she is also dating a lot of other dudes. And he's like, look, I think you're great. I love you. I think we could have a future together. I don't want to propose until I'm 100% certain that this is the person I'm going to spend my life with and that we're ready to plan our wedding. And so he, his whole thing was, let's just keep dating and be serious about dating. And Rachel was like sobbing that they wanted different things. And she couldn't understand why he was talking about their future when he wasn't ready to propose. Like, like no couples ever plan their future without being engaged or something. But so right. she, you know, kind of, they have this emotional night and she kisses him and tells him she loves him and then I'm thinking like I think the rest of the viewing public that uh you know Peter's gonna change his mind he's gonna go running after her the next morning they're gonna reconcile and then all of a sudden Chris Harrison brings him out on the live show and you find out they haven't seen each other since Spain and things are very hostile and um I didn't feel good about it and admittedly well, I thought at that moment the, that maybe the reason they were doing the whole live three-hour format was because Rachel didn't pick anybody. I thought, well, if Peter's gone, she's definitely sending Brian home because who like sobs like that and tries so desperately to make it work with a guy and seems so devastated when you really know you're going to say yes to the other guy? How weird is that? You know? Yes, it, it was completely insane. The, the, the thing I was wondering, because I felt the same as you, when they brought Peter out, I was like, what if he... Is this going to happen like right now? Like, is, it, is he going to propose right now? And that's why we're all here. And because it was very unlike the show to not let us find out that he had left another way. Like, I even if he left, you would have thought they would have, you know, we would have got cut to the final row ceremony and he just doesn't show up or something, you know, like, but they, they kind of dispensed with all that. The other thing that was weird is how much tension there still was between them. Like, Rachel was. And I get that they had just watched it, but, yeah. it, you know, she kept saying, like, oh, I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated. It's like, they were both – I don't know if they were angry, but it was something intense. And, uh, you know, the, she she was very irked with his apology for his comment about choosing mediocrity, which was not an un, maybe a somewhat arrogant comment, but not untrue, mm -hmm. uh, because she ended up with Brian, <laughs> uh, who is a creep. So it was very strange, and this I'm jumping all over the place, but the other thing that I was curious what you, you thought about, I think you did mention this in your recap, 
too. But I mean, Eric might be the only person to actually have improved his his sort of image by going on this show in the sense that, like, after last night, I was like, "That's a good dude." Normally, I just I just am full of loathing for these people yeah. by the end of the season. Right. I but, normally uh, hate he was everybody. Super gracious and mm-hmm. and he seemed like even better than when he had been on the show. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. just, uh, and he grew a beard and he looked beard really game good was strong. Beard. <laughs> Everything yeah. about Eric so. was fantastic. He could be the next bachelor. I also thought it was interesting that, um, when Rachel and Peter sat down, she <laughs> was really adamant that this show was not for Peter, that this type of format doesn't work for him. And, that this is just not the right avenue for him. And she kept stressing that point. And it kind of felt like she was really trying to make sure he didn't end up being the next Bachelor because she just kept driving that point home, which I'm like, I think everybody that watches the show would love to see Peter as the next Bachelor. And maybe this isn't the best format for him because he's not ready to get engaged. And they clearly, I don't know, have a signing bonus or an engagement bonus or something at the end if they propose. But um, it seems that way, yeah. Yeah, but she was just really driving that point home that this this uh, format wasn't right for him. So I felt that's bad for him, man. Interesting. He looked. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was rough. And the other thing that was just so weird about it was they kept they kept sort of. I don't know. It just it just felt like she was kind of trying to. She was sort of on the defensive. It was like once he was out there. Um, she she started saying, well, actually, you know, it, you know, the way they the way they showed that it made it look like it was just this one conversation about you not being ready to propose. But there were other things like starting back in, you know, wherever Aruba or you know wherever they had been, where where you know that I was noticing about. And it was like, I mean, that may be true. We don't see all the time that they spend together, but it just seemed like a very kind of um, defensive explanation because the way that the show presented it definitely made it seem like i mean i was on twitter the whole time watching it and it seemed like the consensus was like peter probably shouldn't have gone on the show but what he's saying is not actually that strange like so it's weird and and that she so obviously wanted to be with him right uh which is a weird outcome so like in three months when her and brian break up that's going to be kind of a strange deal but so a question go ahead go ahead well just i was going to say i mean the whole the whole format of the show is terrible. We obviously agree, yet we still watch yeah. it every season. But this idea that minutes, hours, whatever, before you accept a proposal, you're having this very emotional, tearful goodbye with a person that you're claiming to love and not want to separate from. and um, So that is already not the makings of a, a solid relationship start. Um, but even more so, I feel like, how does Brian watch last night's episode and see how emotional Rachel is? I mean, she took her fake eyelashes off for the guy, so clearly she had some real feelings for Peter, and then it just felt like she got engaged. It was, like, by default. Like, he won by default. Like, okay, well, I sent Eric home because I had to let one of them go, and then I really wanted to be Peter. Can't get Peter to get to the place I need him to, and and get down one knee and ask me to marry him. So, eh, sure, I'll say yes to Brian. I mean, they're not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it resembled, it resembled um, you know, the way that uh, college football programs have to choose head coaches or presidential candidates have to choose vice presidents, where yeah. it's like you only ask if you already know the answer, right. and, and then you, you deny 
all day long that you ever considered anyone else. So okay. it's like, she, you know, by the time she ended up with Brian, she just had to, it, it was like, well, this is the guy. This is this is the guy I've always wanted. It turns out, you know, I, I see my forever standing here in front of me. And it's like, no, you and everyone else knows that this other dude was better and like four other dudes were better. <laughs> but, you know, that's what are you going to do? So my question is, who do you think the next Bachelor is going to be? I mean, I think that I think Peter has a strong case, and based on people's reactions on Twitter, I think everybody really felt like of the same mind that they wanted Peter to win, and they couldn't believe she didn't choose him. I I still think Dean's got a solid chance, yeah. but uh, my my money is on Dean. Yeah, well, so Dean, which this is a great transition here, that uh, Dean is going to be on Bachelor in Paradise, which they showed us a very long preview for. And I want to know your thoughts on Bachelor in Paradise based on that preview. Well, so, and we'll just, uh, I guess, reveal this. We we are uh, scheming about a way to to recap Bachelor in Paradise here on a podcast. Uh, so if if you're into that kind of thing, you you should let us know. There's going to be a pretty good contingent of Nashville folks on the show, for better or worse. Um, my feelings on Bachelor in Paradise are that it's probably almost certainly should not be on television uh, at all, but much less, uh, you know, after what happened, which people may or may not be familiar with, but the allegations of sexual assault and then those allegations being denied and then ABC or the show basically just deciding never to talk about it again and have DeMario on the mental all and just sort of move on like this never happened and then you know I, what I thought was particularly uh, unseemly last night was the way Chris Harrison teased it by saying you know talking about what happened after production was suspended you know this is sort of playing this whole thing up for drama yeah. um, which I guess they can't resist they did that with racism uh, this season so they really can't quit that but it, it just um yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a horror show, but I think uh, that, you know, I, I'm not really in a position to judge it too much since I've spent so much time watching it. <laughs> right, um, and we're sitting here right now but, yeah, talking at great length about these people that we don't know yeah. in their love lives. Well, that was the thing so, I think I found most disturbing about the preview, too, was that they really did sort of play up these sexual assault allegations for dramatic effect, which I don't know why mm -hmm. I thought that was, you know, beneath them. Like they've proved to be so classy in the past, but right. it's, it, I didn't know if they would just not acknowledge it at all or what, but in the preview it was this very dramatic thing of what happened with Corinne and DeMario and I don't know, but, um, but also beyond that, the rest of the season also looked terrible because it's just, I mean, the whole thing is a disaster. And apparently Wells, <laughs> Wells Adams is is uh, going to be the bartender this season. There were clips of him with puppets. There were That's women right. making out so with other women. There was a lot of grinding in a hot tub. I just, I didn't, I felt like I needed to shower, actually, after just watching the preview. And uh, we are considering actually watching the show every week and recapping it. So something's wrong with Actually discussing further, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so um, I guess, I guess maybe we should, we should end it there. But uh, I guess all there is to say is if you if you either like Bachelor in Paradise or you hate us, then let us know that we should watch the show and talk about it. Uh, then that that'll 
the combination of those two uh, things will will help us decide. I I um I do think it could be fun because I like chatting with you, Nancy. But I I I also wonder whether we might regret it. If we do it, we may have to have a running sort of uh, rating each week of like how much we're regretting doing this I like as we that. go. Yeah, so. we can check in with the Nashville people every week, and we can rate how terrible we feel about ourselves as there you beings. go. That seems like a good uh, compromise. So, anyways, as right. Steven said, if you guys want to hear us recap the Bachelor in Paradise uh, episodes every week, let us know. I have a feeling that um, you people on the internet will let us know what you think one way or another because that's what you tend to do. So, uh, have a good one, and uh, thanks for calling in, Steven. Yep. See you later. Yeah. If you want to hear more of Stephen and Nancy, let us know. Make sure to tune in to the Nashville Scenecast this Thursday to hear more about Nashville's murals, who goes to them, and how they got here. And don't forget to subscribe to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Thanks for listening.